Pigweed here from Beer and Conversation with Pigweed and Crow Hill. Today we drink some sake and discuss gaslighting. Hello and welcome to Beer and Conversation with Pigweed and Crow Hill. Good evening, Crow Hill. Good evening, Pigweed. Oh my goodness! What is on your mind? Well, I, 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 what's on my mind is <laughs> a little different from what's in my hand. But uh, so, what's on my mind is I had, you know, nowadays everybody is working from home. I, there was a time where I was actually going into the office, but these days I'm actually working from home. Yeah, yeah. And everything's on Zoom or or Teams or you know whatever. And I didn't like the way my room was set up. Ah. So so I had to move a light. And that, that messed up the wall, so I had to repaint the wall. And the only paint, the paint, wall used to be red, and there was a pink bookcase in front of it. I didn't like that. So I painted the wall green and painted the bookcase brown and moved some things around. Yeah. And then I was kind of expecting the next week getting on these meetings, people would say, hey, what, what's different about your room? And I was... And this I, is the backdrop to your yeah, Zoom. Yeah, exactly. Thing. Yeah. And I was thinking, well, since it's red and green... It's a great opportunity because there's like red-green color blindness, right? So I was going to pretend that there's nothing different about my room. Uh, like, what are you talking about? You know, okay, you, you, right? Nobody even asked. <laughs> so you were. I was trying to yeah, gaslight. You were getting ready to gaslight somebody, <laughs> and it didn't work. It didn't work at all. Well, uh, I am interested in this term for this. Uh, New phenomenon, the new usage of the word gaslighting. It is, it is uh, hard. But But I'm not nearly as fascinated as I am about what's before me. Yeah, so this is beer in conversation. And people might say, well, wait a minute, why are you drinking rice wine for beer in conversation? But some people would argue that sake is more of a beer than a wine. Okay? And for these reasons. For one thing, it's made from grain. It's made from rice. Okay? It's not made from a fruit. It's made from grain. True. And the process for making sake, which involves infecting the, the the rice with this mold, but they don't mash it in the way that you mash right uh, barley. exactly. So okay. so barley has these magical enzymes in it that that will convert the starches into sugar. But you need to get to them by mashing. Yeah, by by adding but, some more but, but water. Rice, you don't have to. No, it's it's you add this weird mold stuff, and it does this a similar kind of a process, but it's not. It's not mashing. You're not like warming it off and up and using the but is inherent. The, is, is the is the mold taking the place of uh, the yeast? No, the mold is taking the place of the enzymes in in the barley that would convert those starches into sugars. So this this mold is doing a similar kind of a job, but you don't have to you don't have to regulate the temperature in the same way. And it's, so once it's done its job, then what do you do? Well, then it's similar to beer, where you you know you strain out the Oh really? You, and then you, and you put a yeast in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, so okay. you strain out the yeast and you put in, or strain out the the liquid from the rice right. and you add a yeast and all that uh, kind of okay. stuff. Okay, well, it yeah. is a little bit more beery than it is than, more beery than wine. Than wine yeah. yeah, right. So anyway, so now sake. Now why do I have two glasses? Exactly, because sake is served two different ways. There's cold sake and there's warm sake. Is there now? Now, if you go to a restaurant and order sake, they're almost always going to give you the warm sake. But there are other sakes that are supposed to be served cold. So we've got them both. All right. We've got the warm sake in the... Oh, uh, here we go. Yeah. All right. And then we've got the cold sake in these uh, other little uh, glasses. So you've got a sake set. I do have a sake set. It's lovely. It, it's it's nice, yeah. 
I like it. Did you get it from Super China Man? Or where did you... Probably some cheap place, you know. I, I didn't spend... <laughs> you, you didn't import it from Japan. I did not spend too much money on this side. Well, you, it's you, perfectly well, adequate. You would have fooled me. Yeah. They look elegant. So, that's the warm sake. What do you think of that? That's all right. I don't know. This, there's actually kind of... um. It's a bit of a tequila. Uh, huh. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It's got a it's got a subtle, almost liquory kind of a flavor to it. Sure. Now the now try the cold sake. And what uh, do you have any ABV ideas on these things? Uh, that's a good question. T- so here the cold sake is fourteen point eight percent. Okay. And the warm sake, what do we got here? This one's. Um, 16%. So All right, so in the strong wine. Yeah, in, in the yeah. wine kind of category, right? Now, the cold sake, to me, has a lot less flavor. I would agree. Yeah, the warm sake brings out the flavor quite a bit more. It's a it's a, it's a, a grainy kind of a flavor, in a way, mm. the warm sake. But I like them both. I like them both. All right. So, it's sake in conversation today. And... Uh, Gaslighting. All right. So, well, the first time we, I think we were talking about some new terms uh, last summer. Yeah. Uh, woke, basic. Yeah. Gaslighting. Yeah. And, uh, and generally speaking, I don't pay attention to these things. Right, I, but now yeah. I remember thinking, well. If they were just passing summer fads, we wouldn't be talking about it now. Right, but yeah. now that they've caught on and, and they're being used and possibly overused. Possibly, yeah. Uh, so what's the origin of this, so, this weird term? So, well, okay. So let me let me tell you why I was interested in it. Okay. I was listening to Brendan O'Neill. Yeah. And he was talking to Bridget Phetasy. I think that's the right I think that is. And she says, we're being gaslighted constantly. Yeah. And I, I kind of had a vague familiarity with the term, but I decided... Okay, I need to learn what this is, because it's being used far too frequently. I need to know what it means. So, I looked it up, and there's different kinds of definitions about gaslighting. Mm -hmm. Like, there's sort of the psychology today definition of gaslighting that has more to do with relationship stuff and somebody trying to manipulate somebody. Mostly what I saw was, how do you know if you're in a gaslighting relationship? Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Which makes sense because of its actual origin. Yes. Right. So the actual origin comes from this movie called Gaslight, which I watched over the weekend. Uh-huh. Very good movie. It was. I watched it last night. <laughs> yeah. I was very impressed with this movie. So it's 1944. It's Ingrid Bergman and Charles Boyer. Right. Uh, it's just worth watching because Ingrid Bergman is in it. Oh, but, my gosh. Uh, she's stunning. But it was so... I thought it was... The, the acting was fantastic. She won yeah. an Academy Award. Do you see Angela Lansbury? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. She got a nomination for Best Supporting Actress in her first major role. She was wow. 18 years old, beautiful, yeah. and really, really good. Yeah. And Charles Boyer was great. Yeah. Uh, and the directing was great. Cause it, there, it starts in, well, without the, throughout the show, uh, as, as, as it starts to get dark in London, the gaslighting men come right, around. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, so there's these scenes of the men lighting the gaslights, right. and uh, so go ahead. So yeah, it was pretty cool. So in the movie, uh, the Ingrid Bergman character, I forget her name, um, is, she's being preyed upon by this guy, and she doesn't really know why, and she doesn't know that she's being preyed upon. She thinks she's falling in love with this guy. He's He's the piano player at the studio where she's learning to sing, all right? 
and Gregory Anton. Yeah, Gregory exactly. Gregory Anton. And and they fall in love and they and she decides because he wants to live on a court in a you know, he has this strange desire. He wants to live on a court in this little house. Well it just so happens that she owns this house on a court in a place. And that she has she, she has left uh because so shortly after her famous aunt who is an opera singer yes. is murdered is murdered and in that place it feel she doesn't want to go back. she doesn't want to go back there cuz she's afraid but because of her love for him and all this kind of stuff they go back and they live in this house so he is he is manipulating her the whole way first of all he manipulates her into falling in love with him manipulates her into wanting to go back to this to this house this particular house that it turns out in the end he wants to go back to that house because he knows that there are some jewels hidden somewhere in that house. Yeah. And it also turns out that she, Ingrid Bergman, when she was a child, was the one who prevented him from getting the jewels in some sort of a heist or whatever that was going on. But so he knew that they were there all along. And right. He's been, this is all part of some grand plan. By yeah. Yeah, but his whole his whole strategy throughout the movie... Yes, this is, is the kicker. Yeah, is he is convincing her that she... She's forgetful. She's sick. She doesn't doesn't remember things. He's basically trying to convince her that she doesn't know what's going on. Because he he gives her something that's very special, puts it in her purse. Yeah. And she can't find it because he stole it, or something. Of course, obviously, because yeah. he stole it, and uh, so he convinces her that she's going crazy, honey. You know how you forgetful you are. Mm-hmm. You need to lie down. Uh, the gaslight part. Is that when you turn the gas on in another part of the house, oh, then it, it right. dims in yes. the room that you're in. Yes. You'll have to turn it up to compensate for the gas that's... There's only so much pressure, right? Yeah. Well, when he sneaks out yeah. and then goes to the unoccupied fifth floor or whatever, the top floor of the house, he has to turn the gas on so that he can scrounge around trying to find these jewels. Right, and that always makes the gas go down. And the gas right. goes down, but of course he tells her, you know... You're, you're just imagining. Well, you're things. just imagining. You're crazy. But yeah. it's so well, it's so well done because other thing is, and she hears footsteps. Right. Well, there's nobody up there, honey. Why would you hear footsteps? Why would you hear footsteps up she, in a room? That's but what I loved up. was they set up early in it, in the, in the very beginning, that the maid is hard of hearing. Right. So when she says, "Don't you hear those footsteps?" Right. The maid says, "No, of course not. I, I don't hear that." I can't hear And that just plays into <laughs> right. her fear of. Losing her mind yes. that he has already planted yes. for her, but I just thought that was just very well very, directed. The, the movie is fantastic. Yeah, you, you really need to see the movie. And it's he well done. is so good. I think uh, you know something is up with mm-hmm. him, but he never gives it away. Right? There's never any kind of like smirk, like when, like when he turns away from her and she can't see him, or you know, wink at the camera kind right, of exactly. a thing. You know yeah. what I mean? Right. It's like it's like right. you're like. Something's up with that guy, but he's playing it so good yeah. that he, you know, yeah. he can't, she can't see it, and you as the viewer don't really see it, except right. for your minors. I mean, you have some suspicion that he's something is going on between him and the other staff, but but it's not like a wink and a nod thing. It's like he's convincing them, yeah, you know, she's a little crazy. Yes, and yeah. he's got them into keeping an eye on her because you know she's not quite right, is yeah. she? And we all kind of agree that. She's kind of feeble-minded. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's a fantastic movie. I was, I, was, I was very, very impressed. I thought I was just watching this movie to get a, 
to understand what this what? word means, you know. But but it was just a really great movie. So now the so question anyway, is, so that's yeah, the, or it's so uh, how about the, so uh, uh, in terms of the psychological definition, okay. I, what I have is gaslighting is an elaborate and insidious technique of deception and psychological manipulation, usually practiced by a single deceiver or gaslighter on a single victim over an extended period of time. Okay. So. Uh, when people start throwing around the term gaslighting, mm-hmm. so what you're sometimes it's just uh, yeah. So here's they, yeah. they confuse. I this think is, I think it's overused because more often it's not gaslighting. Yeah. So so this was the thing when I started to look through examples of alleged gaslighting, it seemed to me that they fell into possibly three categories, mm-hmm. maybe more, but possibly three. One is just lies to support a false narrative or a worldview. Yeah. And maybe that is gaslighting. I don't know. We'll have to talk about this. The second one is just hypocrisy, where you say one thing in this circumstance and something else in another circumstance. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, uh, if Trump doesn't wear a mask, it's the, the end of the world. If Nancy Pelosi doesn't wear a mask, it's not a problem. Right, yeah. Right? All right, that's not gaslighting. Okay, exactly. that's just, that's, that's that's just, just hypocrisy. a little bit of right. hypocrisy. And then there's true gaslighting, which is trying to convince somebody that their perspective on the world is so flawed that they can't see things properly. But I think going back to the psychological thing, for me, it has to be sustained. Hmm. It can't be a one-off. Okay. It can't just be, you see how awful that person is, even when they're not. Again, that's either lying or hypocrisy because you've not pointed out the other way. There needs to be a sustained effort for me to call something gaslight. Right. Yeah, I think so. So, um... I guess what I was thinking is that we would go through a whole bunch of examples here. And um, and now that we've had this background in what what gaslighting is about, what the kind of, you know, what's about, let's go through some specific examples and try to decide how they fall into these three categories. And I think to get this done, I think maybe we need some help. Oh, well, it looks like we have a member of the studio audience who is willing to participate. Lon <laughs> right. happens to be in the house, and uh, although you know, generally he is our literary contributor. Yes. Well, we're also he's also a good liar. So. <laughs> he knows a thing or two. Of, uh, <laughs> well, I, I I have to admit, and I hope this uh, doesn't make it to the final cut, but I thought gaslighting was the lighting of farts. But. <laughs> I, I, and after, yeah, it, it wasn't until you were 16. Yeah, exactly. Hour, when, I, when I was a boy, when I was a boy, and, I remember uh, there was a guy in the neighborhood, whenever he would fart, he would say, get a match. You know, so there is it. Have you ever actually seen it happen? No. Is and it I, a real thing? I, mean, I really don't want to see that. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Okay. All right. So oh. here we have some examples. And we're going to go through these examples and try to decide which category they fit into. All right. So... Here's number one. Making a person feel they can't understand something because of their race or their sex. For example, you know, you can't understand my lived experience. Uh, yeah, no, because that's not true. I, I, I consider gaslighting is to be sort of underhanded and have a malice intent. I would say that these people actually believe that. Hmm. Uh, that you, you know, that they're, that's part of their, uh, you know, postmodernist view of the world that I see. you so, can't have my I think they're genuine when they say that. 
They need it. So that's an interesting that's an interesting clarification. So hmm. true gaslighting would require malice. Uh, yeah, I think so. Okay, that's that's a that's a fair hmm. point. So in this case, they're trying to say you because of who you are, because of your peculiarities, your race, your sex, your whatever. You can't understand this thing the way that other person does. But they're not doing it, you're saying, they're not doing it out of malice. They're doing it just because they think that's the way things are. And they're not building the case over a period of time. Well, I, I, I would disagree with you on that point. All right, I, I would say that they have been building this case over time that, you know, people of a certain race or a certain sex I, I can't, hear you, I hear you. can't believe right. that's that's been a building narrative for actually for when it comes to sex that's been a narrative forever when it comes to race that's certainly been a narrative for for a while so i think it's been building over time but i i'm not entirely certain that there's malice involved in in some of these examples well i like, i i i would suggest well i'm hold on i might back off on the on the on the malice qual Anyway, we'll come back to it. Okay. okay. So what I was back? just going to say is that there is an assumption that the group creates the individual instead of individuals creating the, the, the group with this generalization right here. Right. And, and, you know, uh, making a person feel right. So if I say, oh, you don't understand me because you're not of, a, of, of Irish uh, right. of ancestry. Yeah. And, you know, it's like, uh, yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't call that gaslighting. It's yeah. like if you, if you say something, you you'd understand better if you were Italian. You know? but, but that's not gaslighting. But could, that's it, just... but could it turn into gaslighting if you're starting to talk about trying to codify that in uh, um, academia, starting to mm. codify that into something else? Then all of a mm. sudden, you're not. You have a reason to keep on perpetuating that and creating examples of that. So, I mean, that would be my only. We're kind of getting back to a little bit of from back from the Ayn Rand episode of uh, uh, that there uh, there is no objective reality. Uh, you have your own truth. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's interesting. So, I suppose it could branch off. And let's let's take the next one. Yeah. So what about when people make you say things that you know are false? Like a trans woman is a woman. So for example, if if I say that uh, Caitlyn Jenner is a woman, why well, know that, that Caitlyn Jenner is not a woman? Um, no, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. How about this way? Uh, all right, look, guys. I understand that we all, that, that Caitlyn Jenner... Th- Thinks she's a woman, yeah. and so we're just going to be respectful mm-hmm. of his or her feelings, and we're going to treat her as a woman. And they say, no, 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 you actually have to believe it in your mind. Exactly. Exactly. I'm just trying things. to be polite I'm here. just trying to be polite, and yeah. I'm not trying to cause trouble. And now you're but... telling me I have to actually think it inside my brain? <laughs> I I I got to I got to admit that I just went through sensitivity training. Oh my goodness! <laughs> and, yeah, and, 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 and what I under what, what I discovered was the fact is that there are there are uh, three things that create sort of your sexuality, and one of them is your sexual assignment, right? I and see. that's your biology, basically. Okay, that's just and, one of the three. Right, right, and and you know one to two percent of humans. Uh, are ambiguous with their sexual assignment. Okay. About one or two percent. All right. Um, and then there is gender identity, mm-hmm. right? And 
that's where you, what you feel, which is the social yeah, construct right, yeah. thing, right, you know. Uh, and then there is... a third one? And, well, well, the third one is sort of the combination. <laughs> it's called gender expression. Ah, and Lord. that's what the individual is allowed to do or... You know, so I think Longinus is trying to gaslight us. I think <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I just wanted to bring that up to the table. Well, thank okay. you. All right. Big Weed here. We love receiving comments from our listeners, and so if you have something to contribute, comment, disagree, we'd love to hear it. We can be reached at bigweedshow at gmail.com. Just called Pigweed, but. Crowhill will listen to. So, so how about this one? The police are hunting black people. So it's factually inaccurate. It's just simply a lie, but it's a lie to build a false narrative. So does that amount to gaslighting? Uh, hmm. Maybe it does. Uh, because you are trying to... Uh, Right, convince people of a reality that you hadn't previously considered. Yeah. And to, uh, uh, you're trying to warp someone's perception of reality. You're, well, right, right. I mean, and and I think it goes back to intent too, doesn't it? Because I mean, you have the folks that are that have access to the factual data, right? Which would disprove that. Yeah. And then you have the folks that listen to everybody else and they just perpetuate. Who want people to think something that's not really the case. Is intent important in this? Okay, so that's a good question. So is intent part of just deciding whether it's actually gaslighting? Am I lying for the greater good, for the common good? Yeah. All right, so let's, let's move on. Statistics on COVID that make New York City look good and Florida look bad, even though, in reality, it's the opposite. So what they're trying to do, what they're trying to do is they're trying to say the Democratic leadership of New York handled COVID well. Are you trying to create a new reality or are you playing down, you're playing uh, up the negatives in Florida and down the negatives in New York and flip flop, then up the positives. Are you just? Well, I mean that is that could be creating a reality. So why I think the Cuomo situation yeah. is genuine gaslighting uh-huh. is it's not just yes. All right, if you're going to uh, run interference for a Democratic governor that you're not going to run for, uh, you know mm-hmm. that's just reg- good old liberal. That's just bias. Bias. Right. Yeah. But if you actually go all the way in to promoting his book about what a great job he's done. <laughs> if you, We ran through these numbers uh, 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 last week, I think, where if New York was a country, it would be the deadliest country in the world. Right, sure. And so instead of just like saying, oh, it's not so bad, you know, just kind of backing him up, instead you're going, no, he's doing the greatest job of any governor that's ever... He's written a book, we're going to promote it, he's going to get an Emmy, and all Hollywood people are going to uh, uh, Twitter in and send videos congratulating him. Uh, now you're starting to get into Gaslight World. Yeah, 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 I see. 
And I like that starting to get into Gaslight World because when does it begin? When does gaslighting begin in, in, in these scenarios, right? Because I mean, if 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 it if you believe something, you look at the facts, and the facts say that that's not the case, and you continue with the narrative. Is that when you begin the gaslighting, or is it when that the narrative has just taken on a reality of its own that you just hop aboard and move forward with it? And you're like, once I, no, this is it. Once it gets to the point where no. You're no longer arguing the point. You're going, well, you know how it is. You know, yeah. You know, tr- uh, you know well, we, we, so it's a, it's a given. Trump's a racist. And so let's, let's you know, continue our conversation here without, without even making the argument. That's, that may be another element of gaslighting. So we've identified three so far. There, maybe there's malice involved. And then there's the question of the intent. But there's also the question of, are you trying to get to the person to the point where it's no longer a yeah, question of argument. Yeah. It's no longer a question of argument. They simply assume You're it. not yes. I think once you've once uh, you've stopped once you've stopped making right, once you stop making the argument, you're just like, well, as we know Everybody knows. <laughs> yeah, everybody I knows. I think that's that's gaslighting. That's totally okay. Right. So once you start saying everybody knows, followed by something that's plain false. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's uh, maybe yeah. that is true gaslighting. Okay, how about this? The riots don't spread COVID, but church does. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 uh, that's hypocrisy. Yeah. That's misleading. I think that's, yeah. I, I know. I sent you one that I was thinking at the time when I sent it. I'm like, remember when uh, Benghazi was blamed on uh, some crappy YouTube video? Right. I'm like, then I was like, eh, that's just lying. Yeah. That's just trying. That's just uh, misdirecting. Yes. That's you haven't sustained enough time to build up a case. Where you've convinced people that some because people weren't thinking about what the real cause was anyway, they were just taking your word for it. That's not guess. Yeah, I think that's probably right. How about this? Inner city crime kills lots of people, but police are the problem. Uh, you're getting into gaslighting because uh, because now you're trying to now it's like as you know. Yeah, exactly. Uh, black people are just are being hunted by the police. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't think yeah, right. You know, I mean, huh. we all we all get this. This is this is this is this is the world that we already live in. Uh, without while the guy who's making the argument say without properly sourcing the, you know, then that's that's lying and misleading. Mm-hmm. But the sort of everyday, you know how it is. Uh, police, right. you know the the. The role of most police, they get up and put their, they strap their belt on and go, how can I terrorize minority communities today? <laughs> right. Uh, to take that as a lie. given. Right, yeah. And then, then all right, so we've, we've, so we've established that. Let's go from there. So there's an amount of sophistication to gaslight, and there's an amount of timing to gaslight, and there's an amount of, it, it, it may not be conscious. Yeah, that's why, that's why I'm kind of, of taking everything. the malice back, because they might, it just might be part of their worldview. Mm. Like, I'm not, I don't, mm. I don't know that I'm, I don't, I'm not, right, there's no nefarious. So can there be lot. unintentional gaslighting? Let's say I buy into some crazy theory, right, that, okay, I, I believe the world is flat or whatever it is, and I'm trying to manipulate other people into believing that. Is that gaslighting? There's no malice involved. I think mm-hmm. it's actually true. Uh-huh. 
but I'm trying to I'm trying to get them to believe some false worldview. Is that gaslighting? I, yeah, I I think there has to be a, 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 an intention there. I think that you have to know that. You have to know it's false. Your, yeah, that your facts are incorrect. There's a little bit of, a, a little bit of uh, emperor's new clothes uh, uh, aspect to it, like right. So you have got everybody so on board that they can't, they won't acknowledge that the emperor has no clothes on. Yeah. So, so if, I think I think you're right, Longinus, to say that there there has to be an element to be true gaslighting, consistent with the movie. Yeah. Then the the gaslighter has to know that what they're saying is false. Mm-hmm. And the right. question is, how much yeah. I mean, is yeah. is it a feeling? Like it. Is it a I've seen the actual data and understood it, or, or right. how far? Or, or I know it? that I, I look. I know that it's not actually true, but it's getting at the greater truth, right? So so that black people are being mistreated. Okay. Uh, I know that the numbers for police brutality or police shootings don't really line up but for the greater ah. good of my now, oh argument, man you're making me even more right. I know but that's a good that's a good distinction so I'm, so I'm I'm going to assume or accept or not t- or, or, or not look at the facts for the greater good yeah so what you're saying I, that that's a that's a good distinction what you're saying yes. is is okay I know that this particular thing that I'm saying is not true, right. but right. there's a benefit to saying it because it, it's what, going to address some other thing. Yes, it's almost it's almost like uh, useful fictions. Like, mm-hmm. for example, looking at the uh, the molecule as being orbits around the nucleus. In a sense, that's a useful fiction early on when you're teaching people about molecules uh, and right? it's a helpful metaphor to use in a, in, a, in a different situation yes so you know it's not true well, i didn't know that but but no no the electrons my world is blown the, the electrons don't orbit they sort of live in these clouds right. around them. but anyway um <laughs> so so the but, but it makes but it makes sense to say there's this useful fiction that we say, how about, here's, another, here's a very useful fiction. Every gun is loaded. Yeah, right. Right. That's that's a, a very, very useful fiction. Treat it. To treat, as treat every gun yeah. as if it's loaded. Now, now you're not actually saying that every gun is loaded. You're saying you should treat it that way. That's a ridiculously useful fiction. Yeah. All right? Right. So saying something along those lines that you know is false in a, in a strict sense, yeah. but it serves a higher interest. That's a slightly different thing than mm-hmm. saying I'm telling you something that's false that serves my selfish, crappy motives. Okay. N- yes. And how about uh, what I, I you're you're mostly peaceful protests. So if the if the CNN report if the if the there's a building on fire behind the person, right? <laughs> because if you say mostly peaceful, are going oh. You know what? You're, maybe you're right. Like out of the thousand, the, out of the ten thousand people here, only five percent are burning this building yeah, down. Only That's one guy through the through the match behind me. So I guess if if your idea of mostly is like ninety percent, you know, I I get that. But what I'm seeing is a building on fire and people looting a store. Right. And so, uh, 
Is he just being dishonest? I think he's just being dishonest. Yeah, yeah. I, think so. I don't I think, think that's there's, gaslighting. There's enough to there's, it to there's, gaslight. Yeah. There's not that longevity to your your false narrative, right? Because gaslighting, for gaslighting to exist, you have to create and sustain uh, a uh, false narrative. Yeah. 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 The, so the goal of gas, yeah. Not, like, the goal of gaslighting, as we've we narrowed it down so far, <laughs> is we want to get to per get a person to the state in which they say, as we all know, that, as yeah, you I know, think, yeah. they just kind of accept something that you know is false, right? And not for a good motivation, like like I'm, I'm telling you all guns are loaded because that's going to help you, right? Mm. That Not for a good reason, but for a bad reason, right? So we've narrowed down gaslighting to we're trying to get the person to accept something as a belief that we know is false. That will benefit the gaslighter. Yeah, benefit the gaslighter and not the gas lady. Right. Uh, gosh. Okay. So we I think we made some process <laughs> progress here. So let's let's just go through some more. Um believe all women unless they accuse Democrats. <laughs> uh hypocrisy. It's just hypocrisy. Yeah, that's yeah I'd say this. Okay. You're racist against blacks because you don't agree with a subset of specifically American and inner city black culture. That's just dumb. I don't yeah, know. I, I, I don't I, I, yeah. I, yeah. Okay. How about sensitivity training? You just went through this on Jainus. So, I mean, were they, were they trying to get you to believe something that they knew was Hold false? No, 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 here. Did you feel like you had the opportunity to raise your hand and say, I'm not, I'm not sure if that's true. Well, or was it understood that you were going to believe this? Ah, okay, there's another there, one. Right? There, as, yeah. I, as, like, as far as the... As like back, there back, were back assumptions the, that yeah. were... That, that, that were totally... That, that, there were assumptions there. Yeah. That, as, uh, I, I'm you sure. Know, I, I, well, I as we all question. know, yeah. there are three aspects to gender and sex. Uh, not sure... Not sure if I... Right, so like there's this... I've our, We've already agreed on this premise. That's guessing. Crowhill here. If you like Beer and Conversation with Pigweed and Crowhill, please like it, share it, give us a good review, tell your friends about it, put it on Facebook, all that good stuff. We like to do the show, but we're not so great at the social media promotion, so we'd like to ask our fans if they could help us out with that. Thank you so much. And now back to the show. Well, it was interesting, too, because at the end of it, it was, I mean, I mean that was just the, probably the slide that I remember the most because I thought it was the most poignant. Um, but then there was the video, and that was the one where, you know, people were like, get over it, guys. This is this, and this is that. And, you know, you know, this is, you know, it was a bunch of folks that were not, uh, as they say, cisgender. Okay. Um, and they just wanted, they were like, hey, we're here, you know. But it wasn't based on, I mean, the... It's kind of interesting because almost in effect, it, 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 well, I'm, I'm changing my tune here, but in effect, the video was probably more truthful than anything else because it was just like, hey, I'm here, just get over it. Can you just accept me like I am? And I'm like, wow. Well, uh, yeah, that, that, that actually sounds more reasonable than, than creating uh, a whole... I'm perfectly fine with accepting somebody the way they are. Just yeah. don't make me have some big narrative on top of that. Right. How about right. this one? Um, remember Kofefi? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Trump used this word kofefi in a tweet, which isn't a word. Well, he and misspelled coffee or something. Or so, I don't know what it was. It was some <laughs> weird thing. But then but then he pretended 
that it really was a word. It wasn't a mistake. Okay. He made a mistake. All right. But then he pretended that it wasn't a mistake. <laughs> and said, you know, people who know understand or some some goofy thing like that. Okay. It's goofy. Well, that's that, kind of gaslighting. It's, it's kind of gaslighting. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, right. kind, it's kind so of like... You know how it is when we all understand yeah. that this is a real thing, right? Exactly, yeah. yeah so that's Trump, a Trump knew that it, was a, that it was a mistake. He knew that it was false, but he's trying to get people to buy into and this right. false and, narrative. And his further motive was to not sound like he had made a mistake. Because, exactly. Of course... Why would he ever make a mistake? Because he couldn't. Because right? he could. Because he just <laughs> he's, the, he's the god emperor, right? <laughs> so how about this one? Believe the science. Uh, oh, I don't know. This is all just grasping at straws. But the, I, actually, I would almost say that might be the... I, I, I would suggest that is. Because... All of a sudden, you're you're appropriating and empowering science, and, we, and and as we know, science all changes, right? Yeah. Science. But uh, there is that. Well, we know this to be true attitude. I think I think we're kind yeah. of we're kind of using that a lot in this game. Science it backs just seems to be me working. Up. Yeah. It's right. like all right. So I do it all the time. By we, the way. Yeah. We know that masks we, are necessary. Knows. Yes, yeah. they are. Double masks are. This, right. Now you're getting into 1984, like. What you told me was true two days ago, is it now, and you can't challenge it. Like, I thought we just agreed <laughs> right. that... Uh... Yeah, so so uh, I was listening to good old Brent Weinstein about this, and, and he said he doesn't like believe the science, but he says he likes believe science. Yeah. And the problem is there is no the science. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. I like that. Yeah, I like I that a lot. Yeah. yeah. And I think, uh, yeah, I think science throwing is the, the in there... Uh, suggests a an authority that even science itself doesn't. Right, suppose. because every, everything is subject to being corrected. Right, yeah. falsification. And, right. and usually yeah. it takes time for these things to be established. Yeah. But anyway, so in in that case, you are not allowing people to disagree. You're saying, as we all know, as we all know, right? Yeah, I think that's now. Part I'm not of sure that it includes the element of you know that it's false. That's that that no. we have we have to be reading somebody's mind, you know what? Whether the idiot on MS LSD or whatever it is says, you know, believe the science, you have to wear two masks. Does that person even have the intellectual capacity to realize that that is not supported by science? Yeah, and they right or have some nefarious intent? Exactly. No. Right. Yeah, we don't really know. No. How about um, empower women unless they're Amy Coney Barrett? Uh, that's good old hypocrisy. Yeah, I think you know, so. that, remember the the, the uh, uh, cartoon I sent you where it's the it's the Democrat donkey with his arm around Amy Barrett going yeah. religious freak <laughs> and arm around Joe going deeply devout religious man. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah that is just so. hypocrisy. All right. Um, okay, I've got a few others here. Um, how about the one that Trump called white supremacists good people? So and that's one. Of the, so there's that one. There's kids in cages. Yeah. There's a handful of them which uh, which become the sort of uh, Goebbels tell a lie often enough. Yeah. Until yeah. you make it the it's truth. Very, it's and very hard to believe. It's very hard to believe that these journalists. 
didn't have the sense to go back and look up the actual speech to realize that that is a ridiculous misrepresentation of what Trump was and saying. And it's, it had to be repeated a hundred times. Exactly. Yeah. But can can you? Well, well, here's my question. It goes back to the definition of gaslighting. Mm-hmm. Okay. We're working um, on it. We're working on it. Can 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 is can gaslighting only be about one event, one fact? Ah, okay. Or does it have to be okay. about something that's more than that? That's that's a very good point. So that's because, that's my because question. gaslighting. If we go back to the movie, right? It's not one thing. It's a continuous progression of things. So so but I with one. Um, Ultimate motive. One ultimate motive. So I think this Trump called white supremacists good people is part of a continuous effort to portray Trump as a white supremacist and a nationalist and all this other kind of stuff. Nazi lover. Yeah, exactly. So in that respect, it's not just one event. It's part of a trend. But it's also, it's very hard to believe that these, that the journalists who spout this stuff don't know that it's a straightforward flat lie. They actually did. I'm not. Yeah, like the, kid, like the you know the, the the kids in cages. It's yeah, just exactly. That was those were Obama, cages built by Obama. And the, right, the pictures that they're showing every <laughs> night are Obama era pictures. Yeah. Uh, Obama actually personally went down and built those cages. I don't know if you know. He's a, he's a welder. He's a he's a welder and a and a metalsmith, and he made those cages himself. Yeah, I, I know. And right, so now that they now what do they have? They they're setting up. Uh. Comfort centers or something like that. Right. right now, where you separate people out and you put them in a confined location until you can figure out their situation. Uh, but of course, they have a very comfortable sound to them right. as opposed to uh, cages. All right. I, th- I, mean, I think we've done a lot to, to fine tune what gaslighting really means. I got one more for you. There's a scientific consensus about masks, lockdowns, the origin of the virus, and all that kind of stuff. And if you doubt any of those things, it's because you want people to die. Yeah, yeah. And, and if you open, if you want to open up the economy, let people go back to work and people go back to school, it's basically the Holocaust. Yeah, exactly. It's because you want old people you want to it. die. You yeah. want it. Yeah. But I, I, I wanted. I mean, going back to the gaslighting definition here, mm-hmm. what, what you're that that's a, that is a well, well, I don't know. You want you're, you're, you're is it at, just misinformed? Is it right? I mean, it, what, what you want people what, to? It's, it, well, it's, what it, would it, be it, the worldview that you're trying to change? It's the want people to die piece of it. Is like all of a sudden that. That were, or, or, or that statement is putting a, uh, well, you want somebody to be crazy, you know, and that, and, and that's that thing. But I think that's a little bit different from wanting people to die. I mean, that's the thing is like, there, there, there's, there's a difference in what, what the belief is. I, I, um, well, but you're shutting, you're shutting down their argument. Yeah. You know, yeah. By yeah, saying, yeah. You're saying you're not allowed to disagree with this. We've all already agreed to this. You're not yeah, allowed right, to disagree. You're right. Now you have the, this is settled, it's understood, and anybody who... Uh, well, if that... I would agree that's gaslighting yeah. if it stopped there. Mm-hmm. That's that's what I'm saying. But the other piece is adding on, is is, is actually... Well, well, maybe that's it. The, 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 the chain of events is different. Yeah. You have... I want you to believe that science has already locked this down. Yeah. That's gaslighting. But then you say, 
we, we, I want you to believe that science has locked us down and you want people to die. That's Well, you I know what? It's up. threatening them with, instead of with, uh, you're, you're, you have mental problems, like in Gaslight, mm -hmm. uh, you are fundamentally evil. See, I, I think it works in the same fashion. I, I'm going to say that this is not gaslighting for this reason. That the people who are doing this, I think are doing this with good, good but misguided motives. They, they think that they're trying to point everybody towards a... They think they're trying to point everybody towards a, a, a behavior that will be best for everybody in the long run. So they're... They, they might be not so sure about the details, but they kind of think this is actually good for everybody in the long run. So it's, it doesn't have that element of malice of I'm trying to deceive you. Unless well, okay. they're colluding with uh, Democrats to crush okay. the economy okay. <laughs> in order to ruin, in order to get rid of in, Trump. In order to get rid of Trump. <laughs> okay, that's true. Right? Yes, if that's the motivation. Then which that I don't know. I'm yeah, suspicious might, of the yeah. Demo you know, uh, which... Is so heinous. I don't even want to entertain the idea that Democratic politicians would would uh, throughout the country be willing to put their own citizens through pain and unnecessary pain and suffering just to get rid of just Trump. to get rid of Trump. And so I, I know uh, it's, it's it's hard to say. I don't know, but it's also hard to avoid the. It's out there. It's hard to avoid that. All right, I think I think we've done. A lot to clar clarify <laughs> yeah. what we have, we have is not what... come to a definition, but we have. I think we have We've highlighted the idea that yeah. it's gaslighting is probably a term that's way too widespread, yes. and that it, it it really needs to be dialed back. Dude, it's not every time somebody lies or somebody's a hypocrite. Uh, it really requires a lot more before it gets gaslit. And do yourself a favor. And watch that movie. And watch that movie. <laughs> it's just a great movie. It's just great. All right, so we are at our Man of the Week. Yeah, New so. Jersey cop claws across frozen river to save mom and toddler girl. You know, cops, you, you see too many of these stories of cops doing incredibly heroic things. It's just like, you got to think... There are some really great people out there. So they the don't house. even know how mom and daughter end up waist deep in a, a, crack, a frozen lake. Right. And so what does he do? He, he gets a kayak and uh, claws his way across. He doesn't have a paddle. He can't use a paddle on a frozen lake anyway. So he reaches down and claws across the, the ice to get out there to rescue these people. And they were in, in there for like... Twenty minutes. They, they, you know, they suffered hypothermia, but they didn't not full frostbite or and right. lost anything. Yeah. But uh, yes. Oh, I say that's what the claws means because he's just he's just digging his hands yeah. into yeah. the ice. Yeah. If, if you imagine, imagine you're sitting on a kayak on without frozen a ice without a paddle. Well, a paddle isn't going to do any good at all. <laughs> yeah. What are you going to do? The only thing you can do is reach down with your hands and try to claw yourself across the ice. I'd I'd like to turn this full circle and talk about Anne Rand, but also before <laughs> we do that, Schopenhauer. Uh, and, and, and this is from Joseph Campbell, always talked about the story of the woman on the bridge and is about ready to jump, and the police officer comes running up, and at that moment, he just risks everything and just jumps over there and grabs her and saves her life and just risks everything. And they go back and they ask this police officer, well, you know, why did you risk your life for this stranger? And he just looks up and says, because that's the only thing I could do. 
And you, you know what? You hear I'm that. Paraphrasing you hear that, but you hear that response from every every yeah. time somebody yeah. says, "You know, uh, the whole town's calling you a hero," and the, the response You're is right. always like, "I didn't, know that. I didn't plan on being a hero. I, I, I saw just, a person. I just, did, I just did what I had to do. Yeah, yeah, right. I saw a fire and a person and a danger and a thing, and I did the thing. You know, and or, I, I, yeah, right. I would suggest Anne Rand has either the can't, can't, can't. I don't know how she would deal with it. Right. Yeah, that, yeah exactly. That, that that's level very of selfishness. selfish. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, so uh, Police Chief Michael Falingo, uh, you're the man of the week. Yes, you are. All right. Here you go. Cheers. Cheers. Saki, saki cheers. Saki cheers. Saki cheers.